Welcome to yet another Goldmine Nugget. In today's episode, this is coming straight from the archives of my client questions. I'm going to share my strategy and reasoning behind when, why, and how I host masterclasses. My aim to you is to keep this really simple and very strategic so you can take what I've taught you today and go put it into practice. Just in case you missed the last Goldmine podcast, it was season three, episode six, you're about to break through, don't stop. And in this Facebook Live, I covered a celebration of mine and a personal pattern that I see with me and my clients about what happens right before the breakthrough. So this was just a little empowering message for you. Go ahead and check it out if you haven't seen it. And if you're here to learn why and how I do my masterclasses, I have such a good compact, simple episode planned for you today. So let's get straight into it. The actual client question was, how do I choose how to teach my stuff? Like, how do, how do I know when I want to do a masterclass versus doing a mini course versus doing a self-paced course versus doing a live challenge? Like, how do I know? And my answer to that is going to be very, very simple, and I'm going to keep my focus on masterclasses. I know that I'm ready to do a masterclass when I have an offer that I'm ready to launch. It is as simple as that. I know that I'm ready to host a masterclass when I'm ready to launch a current offer. And so everybody listening here has an offer. Even that that's single session offer, or a group program offer, or a one-on-one long-term client container offer. Everybody has an offer, which means you, my darling, are ready to host a masterclass. So maybe you haven't hosted it and you're here to listen to see how I set mine up. I'm gonna go through every step. Maybe you've hosted one before and you're scared to host another one for whatever reason. I'm gonna dive into it and If there's any other questions that I didn't cover on this podcast, any answers that you were hoping to get, please DM me and reach out. And I'm going to cover things pretty extensively in the short time that we have. So first things first, I want to talk about the sales aspect of a masterclass and get this out of the way. Some people may hear, oh, host a free masterclass when you have something to sell, which then they feel ultimate and instant sales ick and their thought well well of course like why do I have to be selling stuff if I'm giving something for free why does it always have to be the end goal and I want to invite you if this is you to shift your perspective and flip it inside out so rather than why do sales always have to be the end goal I want you to see how when sales is the end goal This leads to more value-filled free content than if sales was not the end goal. Because when I have an offer that I am excited and confident about, and I can look at that offer and I can, that offer, people are going to pay for that offer, right? People are going to, whether that's a $111 private reading or a 5K offer, People are paying for that offer. And when people are paying for it, we're going to be giving more value because they're actually going to be implementing everything that that we're teaching them. So when I can look at a 5K offer and I can extract something out of that offer 
to give for free as value with the intention of supporting people to get where they want to go, that's going to make that content way more valuable. That's going to support me in creating way more free content and having way more guided content because I have an offer that I'm looking at when I'm creating my content. So you've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again, that if we have sales ick, it affects every single area of our business because when we are scared of sales or it doesn't feel right, ultimately we're in a business. So ultimately that's where all paths lead. So let's make this feel really good and real nourishing, really nourishing. Because when I host a masterclass, yes, I have sales goals. Yes, it's leading to an offer. Yes, I host masterclasses when I have offers. And I also hold the truth and hold the paradox that not everybody on my masterclass is going to buy. And I want to support everybody that shows up on that masterclass as a paying client. So the masterclasses that I do, which I get compliments on all the time, they're not general masterclasses that leave you with a ton of questions. They're not just motivational masterclasses that leave you with no strategy, right? They're this beautiful synergy of value and energy and strategy and community and all of my masterclasses have, you know, somatic work in there where we do like emotional mastery stuff. But regardless of that, that's just me being excited. Um, consider, like, think about whatever offer you have right now, be it, or, be it a single session or be it an actual container. Think about that offer. Think about how valuable that offer is. And then think about something that you can extract from that offer that you would be so happy and excited to teach for free. So you could grow your community, give out insane value, and then possibly sign some clients from it. And then, not only all of those things, you have this masterclass, you have yourself and your genius recorded, so then you can either charge, like put that up for sale on your website, give it to people for free, and you have that there, so then every time somebody asks you the questions that you cover in the masterclass, you don't have to go through this whole hour and a half thing again. You can literally send them a value-packed recording. Like there's so many other <laughs> There's so many other things about masterclasses that support us, that support our clients, and support the people that are in our community that will never be our clients. This gets to all be integrated, okay? So first things first, just, just start to consider how having that ultimate goal of sales can lead to value-filled free content. And when you have an ultimate goal of goal of sales through a specific offer, the amount of free value-filled content that you can create from that is unmatched if there was not an offer, in my opinion. And I have so many people that come to my masterclasses that don't actually pay me, and yet they still get value. And that is my goal, is to give something that feels like it should have been paid for. I'm putting together this lead magnet right now called Soul Speak, and it has to do with content creation. And I've sent it out to a few of my clients and a few of my close friends because I made it with the intention for the people who get it to read it and go like, fuck, this is so much. I'm so surprised she's not charging for this. And that's the feedback that I'm getting. And so that's the energy that we're taking into all of our free content or even a low-cost masterclass, even if you're charging for these masterclasses, it's still a lower cost and it is working with you privately. So wanted to get that out of the way. 
that's the truth that I wanted to sort of, I wanted to roll that red carpet out starting with that truth and help us always feel better and better about making sales a sexy word. So as a recap, when do I know that it's time for me to make a masterclass? It's when there's an offer that I'm ready to launch or that I'm currently launching. That is the simplest answer ever. I'll create a masterclass that has something to do with that offer and I'll give the most value that I could fit into the time and it's real value and I stand in integrity with that value that I spread and so that's how I know. Now the next thing that came up with my client who was asking me this question is that she doesn't feel like she doesn't feel like a master so she doesn't really like the idea of hosting a master class and that's just a really simple shift like call it whatever the hell you want to. I used to call them, I didn't used to call them master classes, and I do now. One way to look at that is you are continuing to master whatever skill or expertise that you are teaching. You know, the master still practices every single day. And maybe that perspective is enough to shift you to want to call it a master class because maybe that actually feels exciting to you and you're not actually owning your own expertise. And call it something else, call it a training. Call it a class, call it a free course, or call it what I used to call it, which is a workshop. And occasionally I'll still call it a workshop depending on the amount of work that we're actually doing in the masterclass. So legitimately, these words can be replaced with each other. You get to call it whatever feels empowering and true for you, like you're still standing in integrity in what you're teaching. I love the term masterclass because I feel that that is work what we're constantly doing all the time. And I know something huge that comes up with my clients that I teach about hosting masterclasses and stuff like this is the first, the first thing that always comes up is comparison. Like, well, I'm not a master, like you're a master, or I'm not a master, like they're a master or, you know, whatever the piece of comparison is for you. My masterclass isn't going to look as, as fancy as her masterclass or their masterclass. I don't know if I can charge for it. Like all of these things. Personally, I like free masterclasses for the live attendees, and then I like to charge for it afterwards because the live attendees are paying me with their time and attention. And if I want people to watch it and actually take my time seriously and with respect, that's when I'm going to charge for it afterwards. And occasionally, I'll just keep free ones out. I have a conscious language energetics out free on my website right now that people continue to download. You, if you, that interests you, you can find that at shawnacathleen.com. So really, call it whatever you want to. It's totally fine. That comparison is natural. Everybody at every level feels it. That's okay. It's about choosing how you want to be with it. Choosing how you want to act moving forward. Choosing to be the leader that you know that you are. So this nugget is, <laughs> this nugget is already over 13 minutes. So let's continue on to this long ass huge nugget today. We can call this a 10 piece nugget. (laughs) Okay, so that is why I choose to host masterclasses. When I choose to host them is normally in the middle of me marketing some type of offer or directly before I market that offer. Because I like to give people on Masterclass special offers, special discounts, early bird discounts, things like that. I appreciate these things. I, yes, these are sales strategies. And the reason that I do it is because those first come, first serve, fast action people 
a lot of times are going to be very, very dreamy clients because they're ready to create change. They're close enough in my community where I haven't been launching the thing for a really long time that they still are interested and committed to see what that thing is. And so I really enjoy giving those early bird discounts or those special discounts for viewers. Again, you can do these masterclasses while you're currently marketing and selling an offer or directly before that actually goes out publicly your offer actually goes out publicly and to me those are the two best times to to host master classes so let's get to the long-awaited how what are my exact steps that i've put together time and time again to host master classes that people love caveat my steps may not be your steps my steps may look different than a different coach that you like. You can try on my steps and see how you like them. Take every step word for word, try it on and see that you like it. You may hear my steps and see and get your own ideas about how you want to host yours. This is no one size fits all template. This is my template. This is what works for me. This is what I found that I enjoy. This is how I found that I can be in the most integrity and give the most value for free during these masterclasses and workshops. Now that that's out of the way, I create my masterclass anywhere from 50% to 100% before I actually host the class. So this is going to be where your work really comes in. How do you like to move forward in your creations? Do you like to have more room for flow? Do you like it to be really structured so you know what you're going to talk about? Do you like to have no structure and just read the energy of the room because you already are a master in what you're teaching and you can be confident enough that what gets to come out will? Me personally, I normally create a structure that guides me. Like, like I normally finish the masterclass 50%. I'm going to create guidelines for myself. Occasionally, I'm going to go on Canva and create some slideshow to keep me guided just as often as I'm not creating any slideshows and I'm just going off like a three-point prompt to get to my intended teachings by the end of the masterclass. So you get to figure that out for yourself. How I set it up is... I always leave, when people get on, I always leave about five minutes and get everyone settled and really comfy. So I'm reminding everybody to grab a pen and a notebook because people love notebooks on my masterclasses. Not everybody will. I always have people grab that. I always have people get really comfy. I always make sure people have water. I always make sure people are in a private space as much as possible. I'm always getting everybody comfy. The last stragglers can come in on that last five minutes or so. And I'm really just making a personal connection and remembering that I'm a soul and they are a soul. And I'm here to really support them because they're legitimately giving me one of the most valuable resources that they can, which is their time. It's exactly like you listening to this right now. I appreciate you giving me your time. And because I appreciate that value appreciates and you will receive more and more value the more you stick around. That's just sort of how energy works. So I always give about five minutes and get everyone settled and comfy. I do like to introduce people. So I like to introduce my clients to other clients. I like to introduce people from like old clients to just anybody. If there's a new face, I like to hear who they are and what they're about and what they're creating. So I really like to curate this 
space of community and like it's not just a bunch of strangers sitting on a zoom call which can feel a little bit awkward and so that's one of the things that I like to do now a lot of people don't do that so please don't feel any pressure to do that next I go into the expectations my expectations of them of me and the master class so this is something that I'm creating beforehand what are the expectations? And my expectations are very goldmine. They're very Shauna. Um, if you've ever been on any of my masterclasses, you'll know that my expectations are a little bit unexpected and they really set the tone for the masterclass. So what, what do you want them to know? What can they expect to get out of the masterclass? How do you expect them to be in the masterclass and how can they expect you to be in the masterclass? Get those really clear and set those expectations first thing. And this is just like life. People love expectations. And even inside those expectations, if you want it to be flowy and unguided, that gets to be an expectation. That's the integration of that masculine and feminine energy to really support you moving forward. What else did I have? Oh, I'm also setting the expectation that I am selling on the masterclasses. Just like I'm not tricking people into getting on a sales call with me or in a sales conversation with me, I upfront set an expectation that I have an offer at the end of this masterclass if it feels right for anybody. However, um, I intend to give you all of this good value throughout the masterclass. And I am teaching you this ex just expecting like you are here for this free masterclass. So whatever you wanna say, I set the expectation that I am selling and that really eases people to through any of the ickiness through it eases their nervous systems and it helps them trust you and when they can trust you because they're not waiting for some surprise sale because masterclasses normally end in sales then they're not judging you for that weirdness and they can connect deeper to you during the masterclass and it sets a seed in their mind to see if they like what it feels to be like what it feels like to be working with you. So it's this beautiful win-win process. And then you get to release any ick that you have around it. After expectations, I talk about me. Why can they trust me around this topic? I talk about results I've created. I've talked about results my clients have created. I talk about my own story. I talk about my emotional process. I really do a full about me, how long I've owned Goldmind, uh, whatever the masterclass is about, I'm going to talk about all of the reasons they get to trust me. Because a lot of times people will come on my masterclasses, I'll always get a few new faces. And so I want to show them why they can trust me. And I want to remind everybody else there why they can trust me. Because when they trust me, they're going to listen to me. And when they listen to me, they're going to implement. And my intention is to get them to implement what I'm teaching because I know that it brings insane value. Next, this is right before we get into the meat. So that's sort of the beginning. We give them five minutes to get settled. We set expectations and we talk about me. Then the next shift is going to be the meat. So this is going to be all things masterclass. Before we get there, I like to do a little breath work to shift into the masterclass. So call it breath work. Sometimes I do a little mini meditation. Sometimes I pull a card. So I like to do a little quickie soul check-in and a little soul reset and a little grounding. Whatever grounding practice feels good for me that day, really. 
to set and to shift into the next part of the masterclass. So we all move together as a unit, grounded in the fact that we are here, we don't have to be anywhere else, all of the things. It's really a beautiful thing that I started to do and I really enjoy it very much because it helps us feel connected. After the grounding and breath work, I get into the meat. And so I teach the masterclass as I set it up. And again, sometimes my masterclasses are point by point by point, and sometimes they're flow. So it depends how I'm feeling. It depends what the offer is. After the meet, I talk about my offer. I go into details. I go deeper into the offer. I get. I talk about who it's for, what they can expect, all of the sales things. And then I end on Q&A. So that's questions about the offer, questions about the masterclass, questions about whatever they want to ask me. And then that's the end of the masterclass. So of course, I'm, I'm calling them forward. I'm giving them call to actions if they want to work with me. I'm putting in a link. I'm asking them to, them to tell me whatever that call to action is at the time. But that's it. Get them settled. Set expectations. Talk about why they get to trust you. Do a little bit of grounding, do the full masterclass, whatever the meat is, offer your offer, and then allow room for questions. Simple. So go put that together and host a badass masterclass. And if you're really, really new and nobody shows up, host it anyways. Record it and then have that piece of content in your arsenal for when people come to you and they're like, hey, I don't know how to grow my Instagram. You're like, well, I just happen to be a social media expert. So I recorded this thing. Here, take it. Or here, it's $10 or whatever it is. So before I end this 10-piece nugget, I want to invite anybody that feels like they want to dive deeper into creating a high-ticket offer, into creating what their masterclass would look like, into raising their prices, into kicking their sales ick and learning how to fall in love with sales, into deepening their money mindset, into all things content or falling in love with the camera. I am booking spots for VIP days in April. I'm not going to book very many, three, maybe four, maybe. I've been doing these VIP days again and I love them so much. And we start out with a somatic alchemy session which is releasing any stuck emotions, it really embodies you into your higher self and you get really, really clear on what your next step is. And it's cool because you get really clear. You get really clear. I don't tell you. You come to your own conclusions, which makes it a hell of more powerful than if I was like, this looks like the simple next step for you. No, you listen to your own inner knowing and you get damn clear on what your next step is. And then we implement that step for the rest of the day. So this is like a five hour, it's a full day. We dive in so, so much of a deep dive into your business and into your confidence and into any of those things I mentioned before that you want to work out. We can set up your, we can create your next high ticket offer. We can create a content quicksand so you have content over and over and over and over again that matches and sends people to your offer. We can talk money mindset. We can help you kick your sales egg. We can help you raise your prices. It is catered to you. The only thing that happens every time is a somatic alchemy session because I really want you to meet that higher self before we move forward to making any plans. So DM me if you want the price on that and to see if you're a good fit. I'm taking those in person or online. So if you're here in Medina, you're coming to my house, which is really cool and so fun. And we're going to go get lunch. And then if you are online, that is going to be a full day of online goodies.
So I will talk to you guys so soon. And remember that you can create your life.